Welcome in one nation to another episode of the Hive Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Winger. Today, joined by the wonderful Jackie Lara. Jackie, we've had you on the thing or two, about a thing or two podcast. Now you're joining the Hive. Thank you so much for giving me some of your time. Thank you for having me again. Awesome. So, we talked about your academic side. We get it. You're a brainiac or a genius. My GA, Sam, always raves about how smart you are and everything like that. So, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's talk about some field hockey. You've been out to another fantastic season, kind of like what we expected. Looks like you're going to be making first team all ODAC based off the numbers you have right now. Kind of just talk big picture. What has been working for you so far this year? Well, it's definitely been a complete new season just from losing a lot of the girls in my class where I graduated with. But I think our teamwork, it's just been brand new, like playing with different people. So I think that's honestly been exciting to kind of have that change of like I've changed how I play a bit. And I think it's learning how to play with other people when you get so used to playing with the same like few girls. Now you like can enhance your game a bit. Yeah. So I think and having Kayla as a new goalie because I've had Laurel before. Like I would play games with her at practice, like mentally yeah. and stuff. So having a new goalie has definitely helped me shooting wise, and then new players, um, just like my game tactics. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting. First, I might have asked you in the other podcast, but what was kind of the decision behind coming back and, and playing as a grad student? Oh, there were so many things. Um, just a few. My like two best friends were coming back. Is and, that Emily and Emma? Um, yes, it was. Perfect. And then, um, I don't know, I just got the GA position for the School of Business, and they would help pay for tuition. And I wanted to go to grad school eventually at some point, so I was like, why not? Like Everything kind of just fell into place when we were given that fifth year. And I was very happy to end on a win for ODAX my senior year, but then I just felt... A little incomplete not having Oda or um, the NCAA championship, their tournament. So I just was like, why not? So yeah. if Emma was going to come back and play, definitely. We lived together downtown, so I was like, I don't want her to be by herself. Sure. I think it's an interesting mix when you look at y'all's roster. You have your fifth year, Emily's back, Emma Strauss is back, all grads. And then you have players like Brittany Clayball who's a senior. Mm-hmm. You have Kaylee True who started every game. She's a senior. But then wrinkled in there, you have... Sophomore Aaron Boatwright, who's getting a ton of playing time. Madison Mark started every game as a freshman. I feel like y'all have a nice blend between like experience, veteran leadership, and also newcomers who are ready to take that mantle moving forward. Yeah, I agree. I know my freshman year, we always joked the starting lineup was freshman, senior, freshman, senior, freshman, junior. And now it's kind of like grad student, grad student, grad student, seniors. And then we do have the freshman and sophomore. So we're kind of like joking, it's back where we started of bringing in like a bunch of great players. Mm-hmm that are younger so then when they get older like we're still going to be a powerhouse in a few years but yeah they've definitely everybody has stepped up and I think that's been really exciting I know I joke with coach Steele like obviously I love field hockey but I know I came back because I thought we would win and I like to win so I really have a lot of faith in us well it's funny you say that because that's the exact type of mentality I've gotten from coach Steele when I asked her before the year I said why are you doing this for 43 years why do you keep coming back and she said, oh, I like winning. And, you know, I told these players I'd come back. And then the next day, she's thought about this for 24 hours at this point, comes back and says, I liked the feeling of being a winner when I played, and that's why I keep coaching, and that's the competitive spirit I'm after. So you kind of share that with yes. her as well. But you look at some of the young players on the back line, Aaron Boatwright, as I mentioned, sophomore, Madison Mark, a freshman, and then Riley Cameron, I think, has had some big moments for y'all in that center back spot. Not an easy position to play by any stretch, but can you talk about some of uh, what you've seen, especially from those young players growing up and maturing on the fly? Well, yeah, this is technically Riley Cameron's first year 
because right. she couldn't play last year. So I think especially all those girls, Mad- Madison is a first year, mm-hmm. like coming into the competitive ODAC gameplay with, we had like a partial preseason, but that's like very difficult to do. Yeah. So I'm just like very proud, like mentally and physically, that those girls, like at the defense, really, we lost our defense, and they kind of came in and stepped up, and they were like, you know, this is my position, I'm going to play well, and they've earned it, and they've kept it, and I think that just says a lot about them. And on a similar note, you have Kayla Brady, who before mm-hmm. the year it's supposed to be Alex Boatwright, the senior between the posts, a lot of experience there. That sounds great. Then. Alex Boatwright breaks her foot. You have a sophomore thrusted into a starting spot. And I mentioned in one of our last broadcasts in September, Kayla was pretty good. Goal against average just under two. Save percentage around 75%. Solid marks there. Then you get into October. Goal against average is below one. Save percentage about 85%. Have you kind of seen that same growth from seeing her everyday practice? 100%. There are... I mean, she still always tells me, like, oh, that was such a good shot. I'm like, well, you had 10 great saves to my few good shots. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I just noticed there have been a few games where she 100% has kept us in a very low scoring margin or she has made incredible saves. So she, whether she knows it or not, she's 100%, like, a very key. I mean, goalies always are, but yeah. she's really doing the best she can, and it's showing. It helps, though. There have been a couple of games where – Say we talk about the EMU game in Bridgewater. Y'all played that on a Wednesday and Saturday and didn't give up a single shot in those games. So Kayla Brady's also gone weeks (laughs) at times without facing a shot. I think that's something else y'all do really well, and we saw it this past weekend with Randolph Macon. Y'all control possession. It's kind of a snowball effect. If y'all maintain possession for the first five minutes or so of a contest, it feels like it's done from that point onward. What goes into y'all's offensive philosophy or just – Field hockey, for those who might not know, what goes into keeping that level of possession? Because sometimes it feels like it's 100% to nothing for the other team. Right, and that is kind of the hard part about this is we do have possession a lot of the time, and when we're not scoring, it makes it difficult. So then, I don't know, I just have the mindset when I get the ball, like we go the goal. And I know, like, some of our midfield has that also. So it's like we get the ball, like let's go forward. Mm -hmm. And I think when we are controlling the game – that's at some point all you can do when you're not scoring is you need, you know you need to score. So it's just like, hey, let's keep possession. Like as offense, we're the first line of defense. I know we've had – our press has looked really good. So I just yeah. think when we get little steals and it's just like go forward, which may hurt us a little bit sometimes by not taking that split extra second. I know I definitely need to slow down a little bit. But, yeah, I think it's just we like to go forward, and I think that's always been – one of our like best attributes. Yeah, no, I think that is exactly the case. You do that anytime there's you get your stick on it, going back the other way, there goes Laro. She's <laughs> she's going for goal, as you say. Brittany Claybaugh, I think, has that similar mindset. And then Kessa Romero, the more I watch her play and her ability to just bob, weave, keep the dribble alive, and then earn penalty corners for y'all has been such a nice plus. Now, not always those PCs turning into goals. That's a different topic, but she does such a good job, I think carrying the ball forward and I assume that's kind of what you're seeing from her as well yeah I told her that if everyone on our team had her mentality and like aggressiveness to go forward that we would be like a national championship team she just goes for every single thing and takes it and gets the calls and it's just something that not many people have and I just 
wish people would see and then be like, you know what, I'm going to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, she's been – even Brittany has been great in the last few games of, like, getting it and just having confidence to go forward and have great passes. Like, I think those two have really worked really well together, and it definitely shows. Yeah, and then the last player we'll talk about, then we'll talk about the season overall. But Emily Giannis hadn't, wasn't starting the first four or five games, but then been a regular starter after that. She gets the game winner against Randolph Macon. I think she's just been a nice little addition into that scoring mix. It goes with you, pairs well with Emily going for the redirects. I think she's just been a nice addition and gels well with you all as well. I agree. Emily has really great tips in the back. She even mm-hmm. scored our um, ODAC championship goals last year off of tips. Um, but she's also been very important on our corners she's like our l1 hitter which is like a straight shot to her down low and so she's taken a lot of hits during those games and it's just getting tips in and we've worked on it the other day at practice but yeah she's definitely been very important on our front line now going on the macro side of it y'all have been playing really good field hockey i know that kind of hit a bump in the road last week you lose to washington elite 3-2 all five goals come in that first half what were some of your big takeaways from that loss to the generals well, I was very upset. <laughs> it, we started that like ODAC win streak my sophomore year after we lost to WNL our freshman year wow. in the torrential downpour with a flooded field and a very bad call to end the game. So like for me, I think it meant more to me to lose to WNL at WNL than like a lot more people. Um, and they were just better than us. And that I think in the end of the day, like we are a better team. They just outplayed us, but like. I know for 100% like we can beat them. Mm-hmm. So it's just now like coming off of that loss, like we didn't have a great game against Randolph-Macon. We still played well, but again, just couldn't score. So I think those two games were like a good, hey, let's take a step back, see what we can do better, and just readjust so we can get back on the win column. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the perfect terminology, but lack for a better term, a wake-up call of sorts yes. where it's like, okay, well, let's regroup and, and let's look at it well. Coming after, you know, 32-game ODAC win streak, that in itself is just insane that it went that long. That ends against WNL. Bounce back, get the win against Randolph-Macon, and I, I know it was only one nothing. Right. There's still <laughs> some frustration afterwards of saying that could have been a little bit more lopsided, but hey, a win on homecoming. Can you even talk about what, because obviously I never got to do this, but playing in front of a crowd like that and that type of event, what does that do for you as a player? Yeah, it's really cool the past few years we always have alumni come back and we have our alumni game in the morning and then they stay and sometimes they come in the locker room before the game and like we'll just dance and like hype us up a bit. So it's just really cool to play in front of parents, which is normal, but then we also have a lot of our friends just because we did just graduate. Like for me, like there was just a bunch of our graduating friends and then again just having random people like who would never come to a field hockey game who are just at homecoming at the tailgate or just even students who are just walking by campus. Like, it's definitely a different atmosphere to have that cheering section for you rather than just, like, a few parents here and there. Because sometimes not everybody can come to games. Sure. And that's where I come in. That's that's why I'm important sometimes. But, yeah, well, and even that just environment, I mean, I kind of just fell in love with field hockey after being tossed into the mix. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure they did the same thing this past week of people saying, oh, what's this mixture of hockey and soccer? Hopefully at least one person walked away like, wow, that was really cool. But last but not least, one of the last things I want to ask is, so moving forward, what do you think in long term? What's the goal in mind for this team and, and yourself overall? I would just like to make it to the NCAA tournament. I think last year we always said like that was our year to go all the way. And 
I 100% believe like this year, tactically it's a little different. Like we don't have maybe the same skill wise, but I do think we are, could be a better team in the end. So I do believe like we can make it very far. It's just like actually getting there. Yeah. So I would like to get as far as we can in the tournament. And then just, we always say, nobody ever ends their season on a win unless you win the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that whenever our season does end, like I'll be, it's I guess almost been like a full circle of five years. So I'll be, I'm obviously not ready for it to end, but I know when it does end, like I will be okay with it. Yeah, well, this is coming out uh, the day of recording is actually this when it's <laughs> going to come out. And then y'all play tomorrow against Ferrum, and then next Monday another home contest against Mary Washington. So down to those last few home games as a grad student, what is that feeling like? Oh, it's – I don't even know yet. I think <laughs> in my mind we still have six games, whereas I know other ODAC teams only have three left. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, we have six games. But then tomorrow it's only going to be five. So then, like, I'm just trying to, like, keep it going. And I was just talking to my coaches right before this. Like, we have two weeks guaranteed. And then after that, it just depends on how we perform. And it's very bittersweet. Like I said, like, I wish I could do this a whole nother year or two. But at the same time, I know I have other things to, like, to do with my life. But, yes, it's just very honestly been different, but also I'm – super happy to have taken my fifth year and met all the freshmen and even bonded more like our sophomores and juniors so I'm very happy and I'm I'm glad that I hope we can keep going <laughs> well and considering you have nine goals tennis I think the program is happy to have you back <laughs> as well Jackie thank you so much for taking the time to talk about yourself talk about the team talk about field hockey in general well thank you for having me <laughs> awesome that's gonna do it for this episode of the high podcast thank you all for tuning in be sure to come back next week for a new episode till then my name is TJ Winger we are signing off Thank <laughs> you.